It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Your skin refuses to be defined by age. That's why Agency designed Future Formula, a personalized anti-aging formula prescribed by a dermatology provider to treat fine lines, wrinkles, dark spots, and more. Agency has clinically proven ingredients like tretinoin, which is up to 20 times stronger than over-the-counter retinol. Future Formula by Agency. Get your first month free at withagency.com. That's W-I-T-H-A-G-E-N-C-Y.com. $4.95 shipping and handling subject to consultation. Subscription required. Cancel anytime. Welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. And me, Tom Allen. Tom, we're back. We're back. I feel like, you know, it's been a while. We just wanted to make sure the whole peak of of podcasts was definitely happening. (laughs) Everybody in the world to have a podcast. Then we thought it would be a good time to rejoin the the world of podcasts. Because we did pause. We were doing it for five years and then had a pause and then thought, wait a minute, these things have really taken off now. Now's our time to stop. Now's our time to stop. And now is our time to start again. Now, in the eye of the storm, let's set out on our journey yet again. <laughs> yeah, now now that there's too many things to listen to, we'll put this one back out. Why not add to the melee? Yeah, that's what Add to the noise. That's that's what we've always done. That's we we've always just gone against the grain. And I'm proud of that, Sus. I'm proud. Uh, of that's that. who we are. I don't you know what I mean? I like the fact that we sometimes you know, taking time to work out how regular we want to release. <laughs> I like that. I like that. We've changed now. We've changed now. This is very regular. It's all in the diary. It's all in the diary. It's it's every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Yeah. Good good time of the week. Right. Hump day. That's what people call it. Mittwoch, as the Germans call it. Otherwise, okay. midweek. Oh, I like that, Tom. Mm. It sounds like a cocktail. Oh, I'd love a Mittwoch. Oh, let's. What do you think would be in a Mittwoch? Uh, vodka. Definitely. Um, and maybe something mentholy? Mmm, or schnapsy. Hey, hey. You know that's my nickname. <laughs> Bend and schnapps. Bend and schnapsy, that's me and you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd like that. You know what I'd love is for us to go back to Berlin like we did that time. That was fun, wasn't it, when we went to Berlin? Oh, I, it's one of the things that crops up on, um, is it Time Hot or whatever that thing is on the phone that goes, look at you. Five years on ago. the phone, Tom. That makes you sound so old. What on the phone? What do people on the phone using the phone rather than saying on my phone? On my that's true, isn't it? That's a thing that people don't say anymore. You're quite angry about language a lot of the time, though, aren't you? Well, I've been getting in a bit of a strop about people say. Just it's always been the case people copying a vocal idiom and then 
sort of using it in lieu of a personality. For example, people saying things like, I'm all about that, or we love to see it, or- um, Yes, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. I feel like people say yes, queen a lot. Yeah, that kind of- um... I do think that it's often in lieu of a personality. I think you're right. It's very American as well. Yeah, absolutely. And like in the way that people say 100%. People never used to, like four years ago, no one said 100%. And now suddenly, instead of saying yes, people say 100%. Who are these Americans you're hanging out with? All these people that are trying to be American? I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Who are they? Who are these people? They are they are a bit American-y, aren't they? I don't, I don't know where I'm getting it from. Sometimes people say instead of 100%, they say hundreds. Hundreds or hundy P? Oh, ple- oh absolutely. Absolutely hate that. Absolutely despise that. What about love it? Uh, no, no, it's because it's copying other people. I'm just like, there are lots of words out there. Have your own, just use all the words in your own way. Don't try and like copy these little phrases that make you seem more interesting. It's terribly judgmental of me, but then I am terrible and I'm very judgmental. It's nice that you're bringing this sort of warmth back to the first episode of the podcast. In you know, months. There's a lot of, do you know what? There's a lot of podcasts <laughs> that are bright and breezy and inspiring. And I just think, We've got a real opportunity to fuck that right. Sorry to to um, the Lindas, but um, to 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 really go against that grain. I like that for us. Do you think, Suze? You're a nice yeah. person. You're a much more positive person than me. I try to be positive, but I mean, but you know me. Sometimes I am like, fuck this, fuck everyone, fuck the world. Yeah. Do you think? Fuck yeah. the world. I want to get off. You know the musical. Oh, I love that musical. Tell <laughs> <laughs> me on a fuck day. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a lovely one too. Is that the Grinder musical? Yes, tell me. <laughs> yeah, it's doing very well, actually. Yeah. And good for them. You know what? They deserve it. They deserve it. What's happening with Grinder these days? Tom, I'm, I've never been on it. I mean, I've been on yours. Of course. How do you think we got all those listeners? <laughs> but no more that I was just interested in how it works. I, I was surprised by how many things you could say that you were into. Oh, well, on Grinder, it's more, well, Gaydar used to be more so that you could say things you're into. Grinder is a bit more, well, it's, I haven't, genuinely, it's not something I, I use these days. Um, but um, I think that it was always kind of, kind of quite simplistic, which was nice about it. It was just a photograph. And then you'd like, you know, a bit, of, a bit about them. And then you said hello. But I think it's all become a little bit. Do you think Grinder's become sleazy? Do you remember the good old days of Grinder? <laughs> It's good for me to feel like I'm a cross grinder. Look, you don't you don't need to be a cross a crosshead. I know, but you know, I just want to be. I'm nosy. I just want to know. I want to know how you how you boys do it. Well, I mean, I think I don't know if I'm part of it. That sort of no. I think you meet out with people and correct them on their sort of gay colloquial chat. Yes, I'm very much <laughs> into that. I'm all about that, <laughs> and I love it. Uh, <laughs> So we've been up to we've been both been quite busy since we since, since we paused on our last episode Knackers in the Wind. Yes. Uh, which that was one. Uh, yeah, it was our last one. It was so long ago, Tom. Beautiful way to just go on a hiatus though with that. Wasn't it? Mm. A beautiful title. We've both been busy. We've both been out a bit. Yeah. For the first time in quite some time. Yeah. And that was exciting, wasn't it? That was super exciting. Um, we were at the Attitude Awards together. Yes. Lovely time. Um, and lovely to see so many... Um, so, gays. So many gays. <laughs> so many prominent gays. I mean, it was wall-to-wall legend gays. There were quite a lot of legends there, weren't there? Stephen Fry's to the left of me, Russell T Davies to the right. Here I am. 
in a room with loads of gays. And Elaine Page, of course. I mean, what a surprise that was. You knew Elaine Page was on, right? I didn't know. I didn't realise that was going to be a surprise. So, of course, the sheer electricity in the room was... was I mean... was quite something. It really was. There was a chain reaction, which I know isn't one of her songs, but you know what I mean. I imagine she might have done a cover of it on maybe a Christmas album. Yes, I'm in the middle of a chain reaction. Oh, yeah, I bet. I love it when, um, should we say a diva does another diva? Sure. I love that. Barbara Streisand will often do that, I think. Do another diva's song? Yeah, I think so. I'm sure I've heard her do other, like covers of other diva songs in a sort of reinvention way. I can't think of an example, but I'm sure there is one. I'm sure there's one. I bet she's done like Shout by Lulu or something like that. Yeah, I bet she has with a sort of um, sort of string, stringy background. Yeah. <laughs> a stringy background. Stringy background is actually my grinder name. Here's <laughs> <laughs> what's been the highlight of you coming out and about recently. What have you what have you been enjoying? What have I been enjoying? Getting dressed up. Oh, and at the oh my what about when we went to those LGBT awards and we both wore the same thing? <laughs> we both wore a tuxedo, yeah. We looked, we looked like fabulous. dapper twins. Yeah, right. Um and but what no, you've been enjoying getting dressed up. Getting dressed up, going out. Alice has been coming along to some of the events, which is super fun. Great. Always great to see Alice at any... Always great to see Alice. Uh, that's that's the wife. Oh, my God. Was I married the last time we did one of these? No, I think you were still a, 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 a maid. A maid. <laughs> that... Oh, yeah. Okay, so I've got married. I guess that's my big Spencer. news. You were... Yeah, that... I. Yeah, maybe that is true. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe we started off... What did we start off talking about? Knackers in the wind again. We're talking about Grinder, and you've got this huge news. Huge news. Huge news. Uh, we got married, which was great. It was I mean, you came along. We had we did a very small thing, just in a registry office, and then a couple of friends came over for some lunch. Super spreader event. We had a super spreader event. It was lovely. No, it wasn't. It was just a couple of which was allowed at that time. Uh, very much so. It was June. If you're interested, if you, if you're going to call the cops on me. Mm. Imagine if someone came around and arrested me for being a super spreader. It does sound like a, not to make it rude, but it does sound like a porn thing, doesn't it? Oh, gross. Oh, I don't like that at all. I've, I've got pictures in my mind. Well, now you know what I've been going through every time they've talked about that on the news. Oh, I'm so sorry, Tom. I had no idea. Every time it came up on the news bulletins. Yeah. Super spreader event. I thought, hang on. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> Wasn't that that club in Berlin? <laughs> um, so how does it feel being married? Has it changed anything? Do you know what? It's not really changed anything, no. But I do love it. Lovely story. Glad we did it all. Glad we fought for it. <laughs> you didn't fight for it. You're not even sure that you agree with marriage in general. You just think it's all about buying a house with someone. Yes, that's true. I do say it's just buying a house with people in a contract but no no i i did fight for it susie please i've been on those walks i mean marches <laughs> if you stop for an aperitif it is not a march it's a rambling club but no. <laughs> uh no i know of course we were both there we were both there we marched but yes i'm so pleased we fought for it yes it feels very exciting it feels very nice i like referring to her as my wife oh yeah um my wife. I sort of like doing it in a Bernard Manning type way, yeah. which I wouldn't say that she's thrilled about. No. But it's really lovely. It's really nice. It, but to be honest, it felt like something that we really, we were getting married. We'd booked the big wedding. It was going to be a big 
party and then of course it kept being postponed and in the end we were just like can we just do this because otherwise we're going to be thinking about doing it forever yeah yeah i i I thought that was very um lovely actually the way that you because you you did it quite short notice as well yeah i think a certain um dare i say wartime romance about it thank you so much like i'm going back to on the front lines you know like people in the war often people's grandparents have pictures of those kind of wartime weddings where they were just yes. at a registry office with a often the bride just wearing a you know a, what are they called those suits that were sort of made out of basically like that's when I think a lot of like masculine sort of shoulder pads came in because they oh I know what you tailored, mean ta- like they were sort of they tried to sort of tailor them but they were essentially just like men's jackets and stuff in the war yes and then having sort of maybe some sandwiches in a church hall yeah or the upstairs room of a pub yes I think that's what my grandparents did yeah, that's what my grandparents did. Don't even know if they had the upstairs room, actually. <laughs> they just yeah, probably just a corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we did a... Ve- so we had a wartime wedding, and um, it's worth noting that Alice is 82. So <laughs> <laughs> She loved it. She loved it. She loved it. Like all those memories. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's great. Um, what, what's been your highlight to getting back to life, Tom? I think that even though... Um, they are suddenly talking about bringing back restrictions. Um, I do like the idea of popping in to see someone for a cup of coffee and not, mm. um, in a, you know, and not not worrying about it and not, obviously we all have to be wise, but um, just popping in, just the, the casualness, which I think we, you know, really noticed that we weren't allowed anymore. When you think those times when we were only allowed out for an hour a day. Yeah, it was bad, wasn't it? We all did it. We're all good about it. And then eat out to help out. I mean, what a mad idea. That was extraordinary, wasn't it? Eat out to help out. Children will learn about coronavirus in 70 years in school. Yeah. And there'll be a section where they were said, they, the, the government briefly suggested everyone go out and have dinner. And unsurprisingly, it made a lot of people very, very sick. In the, in the, yeah. In the context of the pandemic, didn't just, they didn't just get food poisoning. Yes, yes, that's yeah. worth noting. Of course. Um, yeah, all those strange times. So I'm enjoying, yeah, going out for dinner, for example, or popping in to see a friend for a coffee. Very nice. Cup of coffee, that's not a grinder cup of coffee before you ask. Uh, what is a grinder cup of coffee? Does, well, I don't know if people have a cup of coffee if they pop in for a grind. I mean, that isn't an official thing, but like. Oh, right. I'm trying to work, I'm trying to learn all the gay slang. Oh, don't listen to me. Gosh, you end up <laughs> doing. End up speaking Polari. You'll end up, <laughs> you'll end up at like a, a, a book club in uh, <laughs> Bishop Stortford. It'd be very disappointing. We had a very nice day there. The love, lovely book club. Have you ever been part of a book club, Suze? No, I haven't. I can't read, Tom. Oh, God. Sorry. What about an audio book club? Have you ever been to one of those? Uh, a listening club. A listening club, yeah. Yes, I have. Actually, I just recently did Sarah Cox's book yeah. show. I was going to say, you have just been to a book club. You've been to Sarah, the ultimate book club. Sarah Cox's one. What? Was Who that I one? love. I love Sarah Cox. She love, she's so lovely and she loves you, Suze. She's a Radio 2 DJ, for those of you that don't know. But, I mean, if you don't know, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, if you're not, if you don't know who the key DJs on Radio 2, I think on Radio 2 they're barely DJs. They're mainly presenters. And there's a lot of good chat. There's a lot of great chat. Invent- I'm very Invent- into it. Yeah. Well, I had to read a book. I read a couple of books and then went on a show. One of them was a spy novel, Tom. What do you think about that? Oh, you know what? I've always meant to read some of those John le Carré novels. But, what? Is that how you say his name? No, 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 no. I was thinking this. I was agreeing with you because I heard a feature on Radio 2 about him. Oh. 
Me. Something Paul was talking to his son. I mean, very strange. Oh. I mean, is this podcasting? I mean, it's the question again, is is this great podcasting or is this nothing? I just think we were one of the original podcasts and we should just stick Fucking by Fucking stand our ground. Yeah, just going to stand our ground and not let all those people with their formats and those like high, high production budgets come in and try and steal from us what we... Works I like the idea of having a jingle. Don't you think we should have a jingle? A jingle and ready to mingle. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I have I have forced a um, a format point though, Tom. Oh, go on. Well, because I remember ages ago when we were podcasting, mm. someone sent in a, a question or something and we tried to answer it. And then I thought, well, maybe people do have a lot of questions. And actually, maybe we're better than any of their friends and or professionals in helping them solve their lives that is what we do is we try and be people's friends so well that's the thing maybe they're looking for a sex expert which is a job is that a job yeah people tell you how to do it oh. i don't think you and i should be doing that though with anyone no i don't i think my advice would be just sit down sit down and and think about what you've done <laughs> <laughs> so your sex life's still absolutely rolling along tom i just think everybody <laughs> Just calm down. Stop having sex. No, I think probably everybody's having a lot of sex now, aren't they? Because of the, Do you think? I think so soon as after the pandemic, don't you? Oh, yeah. Not people in relationships. You're talking uh, about uh, single people, aren't you? I'm married, Tom. I don't know if you've heard. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Okay, fine. Yeah, but I, I'm I mean, joking. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what other people are doing. I did hear a thing a little while ago that people aren't washing their legs in the shower. What do you think about that? Well, Tom, I think they need to wash their legs. I'm washing my legs. Well, I'm doing mine too, but some people aren't. That's the sort of hard-hitting issue that I want to cover on this podcast. Yeah, I think that a lot of people don't wash their whole bodies. What? Really? Yeah, I don't think a lot of people are washing their feet, Tom. What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely disgusting. Really? Oh, yeah. campaign. You're going to start a campaign to encourage people to wash their feet? What about a loofah? Have you ever used one of those? Oh, I loved the series on BBC One. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Suze, that was great. This is the sort of thing people are coming for. What a thing people are all about. They're 100%. <laughs> Isn't a loofah that you use in the shower? Is yes, it like I think so. Your back. Yeah, I think so. The other day I put a load of Aesop stuff on my feet and then slipped over in the shower. Oh, Susie, what, what do you mean? You put on... Like, what, I was washing my feet. Oh, uh, with an Aesop shower. Yeah. Well, you've got to lather it, Suze. Tom, I did. That's why I nearly slipped. I think you're using too much. You're being very cavalier. You're being very cavalier with your Aesop products. Well, that's the thing. I was far too cavalier with it. And I almost, as my father would say, split my difference. <laughs> I, think I, I think that might have been a thing I... Heard in my family, split, split your difference. Careful, careful, you're going to split your difference. But that's that's lovely way of letting people know that you're using Aesop products, though, Sue. Well, Tom, I like to drop it into the conversation. It's actually going okay. So I want people to know. Actually, I think it might be Aesop stuff that you bought me because you're of. It's a classic gift from Tom Allen. It is a classic me gift. But do you know what? They stopped doing shampoo and conditioner because I that I shampoo. Why, how were you aware of this? I shampoo and condition my 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 stubble. What? Yeah. Because otherwise, the top of my on head... On your head? 
You still have essence. You just, not a lot. Not a lot. So I don't use a lot of shampoo and conditioner. So you don't need to. Anyway, Aesop, stop doing shampoo and conditioner. They're, they sent me an email saying, look, we're reconsidering what, what we're Because doing. only bold men are using it. <laughs> Our customer base is very skewed. Yeah. <laughs> this is a pointless product. Only you're buying it, I think. Um, if you grew your hair out, mm-hmm. what do you think it would look like? Um, that character in, in um, Guess Who, I think. It would just grow up at the oh. expand at the side. I think. It might, it might grow a bit in the middle. Shall I get a hair transplant, do you think? Everybody's getting them. I think a lot of people are getting them, Tom, but I, don't, I think that you're very much known. I think you're, you're handsome enough to pull off a bald head. Oh, stop it. I'm no Stanley Tooch, but I, I, I know. I like, I like having a bald head. But the way everybody's getting hair transplants... I just think you occasionally should wear a wig. Shall I bring them back? I think so. A syrup. A syrup fig. Okay, I'll wear it. I'll wear it. What different styles for different while? Different days. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Because yeah, I always think that must be difficult for the sort of bewigged community. You know, people <laughs> months of yesteryear. When you think about some of the much loved TV personalities who used to wear wigs, what was it like for their partners at the end of the day when they were like, "Oh, give me a minute, I'm just going to take my wig off." Yeah. Or would they keep their wig on in in, in bed situation? In- yeah. Wow, yeah, I suppose. Would you keep it on when you were having sex? That's what I'm asking, really, yeah. I don't know, Tom. But listen, we do have a new email address, so... Do we? What yes. Happened to, what happened to the hotmail? Because it was too much of a faff, Tom. We're, we, we're going proper with the pod. We've had some photos taken. Yeah, we have had those photos done, don't they? It's hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. We've got a domain as well. Tom, we've got a domain. Oh my goodness! A do, 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 domain atrix. Do you know who it's who it's looked after by? GoDaddy, which I think is so funny for a gay podcast. That is. Oh my goodness! That is the sort of thing that I imagine. Um, I, I imagine saying people saying to somebody. <laughs> GoDaddy. When they're encouraging their older lover to um complete the um complete the marathon, which I imagine is something that an older older lover would do. To shoot. Sorry, is, are you we still talking about sex? No, uh, just general relationships. With sure. All, okay. The, Older men. Go daddy. Go daddy. Go daddy. Um, but we now have this email address and we were, because like, you know, we've got so many great answers. Have we? And yeah, we've got so many people that are getting in touch that want to talk to us, Tom. Wow, that's great. What are they telling us? What are they saying? Well, here's one. Now, this one wants to be kept anon. Oh, anon. So, yeah. Anon. Yeah. So, hi, Susie and Tom. I absolutely love the podcast and I'm so glad it's back. Oh, Thanks so much. Cheers, babe. Thank you. Use the loofah if you're trying to clean your back. And be careful how much Aesop foot stuff you're using. Please don't slip in the douche. <laughs> I was seeing a guy from work a couple of years ago and it ended because he didn't want a relationship. Oh. Things continued casually despite the breakup. E.g. Like jeans, jumpers, not really blazers. That's the sort of thing I think they're thinking. Occasionally shorts. <laughs> um, e.g. we still slept together every now and then when we were drunk. Sure. We've all been there. Mm. recently he met somebody else and not a relationship that's not a relationship no tom i think this person is from the straight community oh geez gosh i am way out of my depth here yeah carry on recently he met somebody else and jumped headfirst into a relationship in less time than we had been seeing each other Mm. we still work together and we're on good terms but despite the fact i don't really have feelings for him anymore it's affecting my self-esteem to hear about his new relationship Namely, because it makes me think there was something wrong with me specifically. Whilst logic tells me that we weren't right for each other, I can't help but feel worse about myself. It probably doesn't help that I've been very single ever since. What's your advice for putting yourself out there again and trying to regain confidence after heartbreak? Love you both. 
I love that one because I think I love it. You know, matters of the heart are very, you know, very sensitive, and often that is a very subtle, seldom talked about situation. Mm. It's casual, doesn't mean anything, but then you don't realize that it is actually meaning something, but you just haven't acknowledged it to yourself. It's one way of reading that. I'm yes, not- for sure. Or just, I think, feeling like you're, you've been sort of, oh, I didn't want a relationship with you. Yeah. I have a relationship with this person can feel oh, very, I've been there. I think this isn't the fun answer, but doing a bit of time to think about yourself and value yourself is really powerful. Yes. Taking space to heal mm-hmm. um, and uh, keeping a diary is useful sometimes. Just taking time to do a bit of yoga, just spend time on your own, not, you know, not rush out to socialize or distract yourself from it. Taking a bit of time just to work out who you are and actually realizing that you're great is part of that journey. Perhaps if you feel like that's how you're feeling at that time. I think that's a great idea. I also think, you know, feel free to have a whole bottle of rosé. Or do that. Is that the, helpful? Yeah, why rosé at this time of year? That's such a summer drink, Suze. That's my. That's why I think that's bad advice. Sorry, red. Red. <laughs> yeah, or red, or rosé, whatever you like. I think, because I, I mean, friends of the show will have witnessed quite a bad breakup that I had a number of years ago. And I think that it was, part of it I think is just sort of getting through it. Mm. I think it's like, for me, I wanted to like immediately be like, everything's fine, I'm okay, I'm gonna meet someone new, that's gonna be the person I was wrong about that person being, the one, I'm now gonna meet the one, it's all gonna be great. And actually, I had to just sort of sit in it and be like, ah, I feel shit. Yeah. Okay, okay, it's okay to feel shit. And just trusting that it will, you Get are better. only through that. And it's not a permanent thing. You know, I think that's part, for me, that's been very useful to go, like you say, just get through the day. Yeah. Get through this pain. And I think Tom's really right about when you're asking about gaining confidence after a heartbreak. I think that what Tom's saying is really good. Like doing stuff like journaling, which I know sounds very American. Does, doesn't but, it? Mean... But just sort of going, I'm, I'm single on my terms, not on anybody else's. It's yeah. quite powerful. And sometimes actually saying to people, saying to friends and family, I just need a bit of time. I'm just taking, I just, I'm having a bit of a tough time. You know, taking a space to go, I'm feeling a bit heartbroken. I just need a bit of time. I need a bit of space is really useful because then they go, oh, okay, I get it. And then you, you know, because sometimes it's easy to be like, okay, I'll just throw myself into work mm. and throw myself into just being a sociable being. And you've got to get back out there. And I think that's quite a, that's quite a harsh language to use on yourself. Like get back out there. Yeah, it's very pushy. So it's that sort of modern speak again. We're here for it. It's like, well, we're not always here for it. Like, do you know what I mean? There's kind of like sometimes. Well, sometimes I'm out. Sometimes I'm out for this. <laughs> sometimes I'm out. Sometimes I'm not available. I'm sorry, I'm not available. I'm I'm maybe ninety two percent today. Um, yeah, it's it's okay to just take a step back from like the the social media and the never ending motor of the world and just go. I need some space for myself here. I think difficult to do though. I like that. I like that a lot. Take time to read a book or, you know, just watch a nice series that cheers you up. Start Parks and Rec from the beginning. Watch it all the That's way a lovely idea. Or Frankie and Grace. Oh, yeah. Gracie and Frankie? What's it's it called? Gracie and Frankie, but I, I like that you call it Frankie and Grace. Frankie and Grace. Why not? The billing. Yeah, Lily. Why not? I love Lily Tomlin. Yeah, I exactly. That's why you've changed it. <laughs> Okay, another one here, Tom. Mm-hmm. And this one um, is from Dick Long. Ah, Richard. Lovely. <laughs> and he's asking, 
Hi guys, huge fan of the show. Thanks so much, Dick. Thanks. Would you suggest nibbles at an orgy? Ah, oh, well, Susie, you should lead with this. Come on, what do you think? I've never been to an orgy. No, but you've been to nibbles. I've been to nibbles. I would say, well, I don't really know how orgies work, but is there like a bit at the beginning where you chat or do you get straight into it? Well, I don't know either because I've never been invited to one either. It hasn't stopped me turning up. But <laughs> I... <laughs> not true. But the I imagine I don't know. I think maybe in the sort of seventies wife swappy way, all mm. uh, rushes in the front garden. Uh, I think that um, maybe there's a bit more chitter chatter beforehand. In which case, you might want some crisps and dips before the. Chat. I think so. Yes, maybe nothing that's too wet. <laughs> So you think just crisps? I think maybe crisps and maybe I don't know, something to keep your energy up. What, like a LucasAid? Yeah, that sort of thing. I quite like a LucasAid. I only drink LucasAid when I'm hungover. Mm. Oh, yeah, my nan used to think it was a good thing for when you were ill. Anyway, I don't know my fault. Yes, but... my grandparents did as well. Really? They would bring me an orange LucasAid if you were feeling, yeah. if, you, if you've been sick. Original LucasAid, yeah. It was yeah. a go-to cure-all. Sometimes I think we are from the same family, sis. And yeah, isn't that strange? That's why we have all these things in common and nobody really understands what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. And we don't really know if anyone's listening. Have you got, were you given half a coin as a child? Because do you have the other half of that coin of mine and were we separated at birth? Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I wear it around my neck every day. I'm just like, oh my God. I never mentioned that. <laughs> with a special magic power. Um, I find it very difficult when people come around that I don't offer them something. Is that something you find, Suze? Like, it's... Just even a bit. Yeah, I think you've always got to offer a biscuit, at the very least a coffee. Mm, yes. And sometimes that's frustrating because I actually don't have milk in my coffee. So having milk in the house is sometimes a little bit, um, you know. I'm... There's a man that keeps coming around to not fix my microwave at the moment. Tell us this strange story. <laughs> the microwave broke. It's still in warranty. I rung the people. They came. They made it worse. Oh, no. I rang again. Oh, no. It's got worse again. Long story short, they've been four times. I now know how this guy takes his coffee. And how is it? How does he take it? Oh, milk one sugar. I mean, it's very dull, but I'm very annoyed that I know his... But I'm annoyed now that I consistently keep offering this man a coffee who's clearly dog shit at his job, who keeps breaking my fucking microwave. Listen, I hope he doesn't listen to this. I doubt he does. Well, like Rob, who comes to trim my bush, he... Oi, oi. Oh. Because I can't possibly do it myself. There's a lot of heavy lifting involved. And he um, likes a cup of tea, but I don't drink tea. And so I don't know how to make the tea. And then I feel embarrassed and I get all this kind of worked up about it. And then sometimes I don't have enough milk. So I have to use like UHT milk. UHT? Yeah. What, like, those little tiny shots? Yeah, it's like we're in a hotel. Yeah. Like you and Rob are in a hotel and he's trimming your bush? Yeah. I bring him out like a little, um, what are those, like lotus biscuits. <laughs> I like those. I like those. You can get them at Lidl. Yeah, and you can get them in a paste, which again, I think is everything that's wrong with the world. Just, you know, it was enough. It stopped pushing it. It doesn't need to be more. It's enough. I agree with that, Tom. I'm getting old. This is, I'm not in step with the world at all. But then no, I you're it, not. So it's nothing new. But it's the, nothing uh, new. The, the, the Lotus Biscuit was a special treat when you stayed in a, a sort of middle, mid, mid-range, sort of three to four star hotel. I think it's still a treat. Mm, I do too. I love the fact that it comes in a, a two biscuits in a, in a packet. Yeah, you don't need to feel bad. Because once you've opened it, you just well eat the pear. You just have the pear with a nice coffee. And I'm sure they're good for you, really. It's basically one of your five a day, isn't it? I like to think so. There must be some sort of wheat in it. Is that a vegetable? (laughs) (laughs) Tom, time's nearly up. Should we say 
Thank you for listening. Let us. I hope everybody's not too bored. Um, and we're gonna. We thought we'd introduce an, another sort of concept as part of our a part of our time with with the listeners because we're called like minded friends. We thought we would celebrate a friend every week if we can. And so, if you are one of our like minded friends, you would like to be celebrated. You'd like a maybe a shout out, or you'd like to talk about an event that's coming up that you want to publicise, or maybe um, a cause that you think is important. Maybe you could you know write in to the P.O. Box. You all know the P.O. Box address. Hopefully that's still going. We've kept up the subscription on that. And, um, uh, or, or, you know, or maybe you're a bad friend. So you're a foe, like-minded foes. Like, oh, and you need to apologise. I'm sorry I didn't pick you up at the hospital after you had that treatment. Or, <laughs> you know, that sort of friend. <laughs> you want to this? Maybe this could be a, a path to your, um, what's the word? I was going to say, What's it? I was going to say asphyxiation, not asphyxiation. When you, no, you don't mean that. When you forgive someone, what is it called? Like in the ch- redemption. Redemption, redemption, not asphyxiation. No, that is quite different. That is different, isn't it? I get everything confused. I tell you, I'll be a nightmare at an orgy. <laughs> well, as Tom mentioned, if you want to get in touch, you can. The PO box is hello at likemindedfriendspod.com. And I like the fact that it's hello at the beginning. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Mm, mm, I like that. Yeah. What, what is the last one? If people do send anything to the last one. Oh, I've still got the email. Don't worry. Still got that open, right? Yeah, it's still hanging about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back. And if you're a new listener, hello. hello. Did you enjoy it? Is this a thing? We don't know. We don't care, actually. But, <laughs> um, I think that's what other pod... We don't need to be like the other podcast zoos. That's what we've got no, you're right. to lean into, as new people say now lean in I just think you know other people be like oh let us know what you think of the podcast share and comment and go on the don't no don't comment I don't want comments (laughs) that used to (laughs) commenting on people used to be deemed a rude thing yes I agree so I think you know less of the comments and just listen to it and let's just all have a nice time shall we everyone just sit down and calm down oh gosh what's happened Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take Tom to one side. We'll see you next week. See you next week, though. Okay, bye. 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 Bye